Hello and welcome to your weekly episode of the Fools Rush In STFC podcast. We're working with a small panel this week um, to review the Port Vale victory, but some sad news coming in today um, as we send our best wishes to the friends and family of former town player Jamie Vincent, who passed away earlier, or it was announced passed away earlier today. played for the club over three years making just over 80 appearances and he'd be a sad miss to all of the the fan bases and clubs that he represented um including our own so our our best wishes to his friends and family um joining me for this episode i have with me ben good evening sir how are you i'm very well Stephen, and yourself yeah very well thank you we also have kieran with us how are you pal not too bad. I just thought as um, Rich isn't here, I'd bring something for the ladies. So here we go. <laughs> and some men. And some men. And some men. And some men. Whatever coach you we're non-discriminatory here. Mm-hmm. And uh, and also on the panel tonight is Woody. How are you, pal? Evening. Not too bad. Um, echo those comments on Jamie Vincent. Incredibly great guy um, as well. He's one of those footballers, I think, as well, that was consistent. I think he was in a kind of a bad, in some kind of bad run of teams really for us. But um, mm. yeah, I think um, a really nice guy. I, I was fortunate enough to meet him once, but yeah, incredibly nice guy. Um, so very he, sad in my thoughts with his family. Yeah, he's definitely up there with like, um, just like Lee Peacock sort of era people. Like, yeah, for me, he's one of the one of the people that was one of the first sort of players I'd have seen at the county ground. Sort of, he was always about and sort of one of the t- in those teams that I think about being sort of my era, sort of getting into Swindon. Yeah. Um, incredibly nice guy, sort of like there, Lee Peacock, and yeah, be a huge miss for his family and friends, I'm sure. And uh, and Ben, was there anything you you wanted to add to that as well? Yeah, no, it was it was a great left back. He he came in, won promotion with us under Sturrock. Uh, you're right with the Peacock thing. He was a part of that era. Um, Lee Peacock uh, tweeted uh, this evening actually some nice words, just saying the sort of bloke you need when you're in the trenches, and he was that sort of player. Um, he had a very impressive CV. Uh, reliable, Mister Reliable, uh, as Woody says, seven out of ten every week. Um, ran his heart out for the club and gave everything he could um you know full, fully committed player and uh, sad loss no absolutely absolutely um if if we can then let's um, let's turn our attention to the current crop and at the weekend i know we had a, an at length discussion on last week's episode um, between Ben's opinion on whether the game was must win and Woody's opinion on whether the game was must win. Um, and there was a slight differing of opinions. Thankfully for all concerned, uh, Woody, Woody got what he wanted and uh, it was a must win and we did win, Woody. Yeah, and I went as well. Last minute decision to go because my game was called off and uh, I knew that Rich, uh, Rich had asked me the, the night, uh, a couple of nights before, I think. Um, so yeah, I went up and uh, a good game as well. A really good game. I think um, we deserve to win. Um, Port Vale, if I'm brutally honest, watching them, I'm really shocked they are where they are in the league, if I'm brutally honest. Um, I didn't think they were, they weren't tremendously bad, but we were just all over them. We gen- genuinely, I, I could comfortably say that's probably the, in terms of the team we've dominated the most, but made the most of that dominate domination, um, where that that was the best we've been in terms of, you know, we went with an attacking intent. We still played out from the back. We still did some of the things that frustrate fans, 
but it looked like it paid off. Um, you know, we were doing, we were making more of that final third and, you know, fair play to, to McCurdy as well. I mean, he had a fantastic game um, and, you know, it's, I think a few of them had a fantastic game, actually. I think um, Odomayo was particularly impressive considering his recent run of form. Um, Rob Hunt, again, the, the kind of almost, almost, you know, in, in the nicest comparison, almost like a Jamie Vincent, you know, just Mr. Reliable and, uh, he did really well. It's a really good game. We played really well. I'm, I was absolutely chuffed. Um, we did go up there to win the game. You could tell that by the way we played. Um, and I'm glad we did because um, obviously their dodgy keeper who's had like 150 sending offs in his career, um, <laughs> you know, you can see why. And I think um, that was an interesting point, that penalty, because genuinely we were, because all, all of our fans were at the other end, we thought it was a foul against Harry McCurdy. Um, so that that long period in between, we're all sat there going, what, what, what? And it was only because Rich's mate ran by us, text, uh, text us because he was watching it on iFollow, I think. And he said, oh, they're, they're talking about a red card for the goalkeeper. Um, and we're like, how? How? Because from our angle, from where we were all stood, it it looked like a foul, if anything, just a collision from McGurdy. Um, but yeah, great game. Really impressed with them on Saturday. That is a way to recover from the from the recent run of form. Um, okay, there's a, there's a couple of things I want to pick up on there, but as as you've raised the point, Woody, that let's uh let's let's talk about the penalty instance specifically. And um, Ben, um, Kieran, obviously, we're all all here active on social media, um, and we you know we we do this podcast every week at least once a week. We're clearly quite happy to be biased towards our team, although I, I like to think we're quite balanced and measured in our views. If we're shit, we'll say we're shit as well. Um, there's nothing funnier, in my opinion, than when you, you know, if you're not at a game, uh, but you kind of know what's going on, and you're scrolling through Twitter, in, in my case, and you're seeing, I don't know, 20, 30, 50 Port Vale fans questioning how this is a penalty. Oh. <laughs> and then you see the footage of what actually happens. And, and suddenly admin. there is tape between legs. Yeah, I'd seen it. Um, I'd just finished uh, soft playing. I was out having food with, with the daughter. And I've got, it must have been, I must have just gone on my phone at the right point. Everyone, everyone's going, You've got, we've got everyone's going. Oh, we've got a penalty, and all the Port Vale fans going absolutely mental about it. But um, thanks to the hero that is Ian on Twitter, you see it. I watched it back quite quickly, and I was like, "How are they moaning about that? The keeper's just gone through McGurdy." Um, and even the replay probably doesn't do it justice. I think it's probably a lot worse if you were at that end in person. Well, so it says a lot, I think, when he's running over, lifting his top up to show stud marks in his ribcage. Yeah, I think that's I think that's the bit that may not have helped, helped where he's actively properly trying to get him sent off. But I don't get why people moan about that, because you would love it if your team were doing it. And that's football. Mm. This ha- it happens against you so many times in a season. It'll always happen against you. So it's nice when one goes for you. And there'll be a one that goes for you later on in the season you'll be buzzing about. But then I'll, I'd love to go find their tweets and go, well, hold on, you didn't like it when someone did it to you. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's it's a really important to note and fair play to him. So I don't, I'm not his biggest fan, but Daryl Clark after the game as well was very much like, what a stupid moment by my keeper. Mm. Um, you know, and that says a lot. And I think, I think, Although McCurdy showing his, his stud marks might have assisted the sending off, I actually probably think it assisted the penalty more than the sending off because he's kind of saying, 
this is where he's contacted me. So he's blatantly had contact. And obviously um, the lino's then gone. Well, he did have his leg raised. Where else is that going to come from? So it's, um, yeah, I think although it did help the red card, I also think it probably helped the penalty decision as well. Mm. Um, ben, I know uh, you, you were going to say about the, the social media element of it as well and then the reaction of the Port Vale fans. Oh, it's hilarious, especially the um, the Port Vale admin who had a sort of minor strop when the penalty was given. It was hilarious. It's and even funnier when it's from an official club admin, isn't it? So, uh, immediately you scroll past the comments and he's just trolled by about 40, 50 Swindon just with photos of Kung Fu fighting in it. <laughs> absolutely hilarious but yeah it's great it's great when it's the opposition it's not so funny when it's us but I think we've had some pretty dire decisions go against us recently so I think we deserve that one we we would have won the game anyway if the game carried on the same way it was going to go we we would have pulled them apart in the second half when their their players would have got tired and gaps would have opened up so um, yeah it it was um, a great performance and the right result and possibly the best performance of the season, what I'm hearing from people that went. Well, um, on that subject, Woody, if I can bring you back in, obviously we'll, we'll do our, we've got our usual mailbag feature at the end, but um, Oaks Road on Twitter sent us a question in, but also sent us something to do with the game. So I think it's personal that we bring it in at this point while we're on the subject. Um, he said, he's asked thoughts on the performance of McCurdy and Gladwin, saying McCurdy's... Um, Work rate and class, uh, McCurdy's work rate and the class from Gladwin, major factors in the victory. Um, Players who, for different reasons, have had criticism on our podcast and online throughout the season. Um, What do you make of those comments? The McCurdy one I do agree with. um, And, you know, I I held my hands up last week and said, even though I'm still not a fan of of him in in general, with obviously, as we know, but he has been playing brilliantly. He has been one of our best players the last few games. There's no doubt about that. And it was quite nice to see a, a player go back to their old club and be really fired up to play against them. And I think, you know, that's when, if you're, if you're like that, that's when you do get fans on your side because you, they sit there and they, they want you to do really well. He had some absolutely terrible shots. There's, there's no lie about that. McCurdy, was, he had a couple of shots that went about 20 yards over the bar but because he was that desperate to score against Port Vale. Um, and even with the goal that was an own goal, because of where the pole was, I actually didn't know it was an own goal. I thought it was just a really crap cross that had gone into the net and McCurdy had taken the, uh, taken the credit for it. But... Um, Gladwin, I I have to admit, from what I've seen on socials, I don't really agree. Um, the only reason being, and this is funny because me and Rich were talking about it on the way home. On, um, on... I'd, if, if we can avoid it, I prefer not to talk about our young starlet because now that he's had his five minutes of fame with us, <laughs> uh, he's not appeared on a couple of episodes because uh, okay. he's, he's, too, he's too good he's for too... us now. Okay, me and another person um, <laughs> who was very kind enough to drive me up to Port Vale on Saturday. Um, <laughs> but the, um, the, he, we said that Gladwin is one of those players, and this was before he got the penalty and because he had made a few, couple of little errors here and there before then. He is a 75-25 player. That 25% of the game is magical. He will do amazing, it'll be work amazing passes. He'll take on players that he shouldn't be taking on, or he'll score a fantastic goal. It's the other 75% that 
irritates fans and irritates me in particular because I still think even on Saturday I thought in times he was a little bit lazy um you know he's not he's not because he, he I, I wouldn't want to wear his boots because I'm sure they've got lead in them um but it's he, I don't know it's something about him that irritates me and I, I don't think we had that the last time Gladwin was here uh, well not the last time let's go for the time before because the last time was a time <laughs> spell, wasn't it um but the um I just some something about I, I feel like I want more from him. Um, I, I want more than just that 20, 10 to twenty five percent of the game where he'll do something magical, which is probably what's going to keep him onto the pitch. I mean, there was this half volley pass that he knocked out to Ellis um, in the in the first half, which was I don't even know. I could I can't even think of how you could coach a technique like that. And obviously the penalty was well struck. Um, and he, you know he he I think he was involved with with. Um, one of the other goals as well but um for me I, I i i wouldn't say that he was the pinnacle point of the game i i that's i would say mccurdy definitely was one of the major factors of the game but not gladwin he had an okay game um and like i say that 25 percent he was really good um but that other 75 i i i don't think he outshone anybody else really in that in that other 75 percent no no that's great thank you um the victory um, brought Swindon into a um, relatively small. Um, oh, four 0 Westbury now. Cheers. Oh. <laughs> um, the the win has brought. I don't know if you guys have seen this stat yet, but the win over Port Vale has, has put Swindon into a uh, into a, a small sort of elite club. Uh, they are now one of only ten EFL clubs. Um, to have won 200 plus league games since the 11 um, 12 season. Um, I've not gone higher than League One. <laughs> still not gone higher than League One, yeah. How many have we fucking lost? <laughs> but, uh, but, but Swindon do join that, that uh, elite list from the last decade now of, of what, like I say, one of only 10 clubs to have won 200 plus league games in the decade. Hopefully, we're on the way towards 300 and maybe promotion beyond League One. That stat is so that that stat is hilarious. Yeah, I, it think, is. I think it's, obviously, obviously it's not not a, it's not a bad stat to have, but it reminds me of like when they brought in things like expected goal stats and and oh, God. when when the, when the NFL the expected goal stats one of the worst things yeah, I've ever and seen key, and key passes. Um, although I do kind of see the point in the key pass stat, but. At the same time, it's just like it feels like they're grabbing stats for the sake of grabbing stats now. <laughs> the, the, the one, if, if we're talking stupid stats, in my opinion, the only one that's worse than expected goals is this new popular one of the pre-assist or the assist assist. Like, mm. you don't need to know who set up the assist. Uh, if it's in the fantasy Premier League, though. <laughs> they do, they, do they record that, do they? Oh, they don't yet. But- no, they don't yet, but they will do. I'm waiting for them to start fucking records yeah. broken because everyone seems to break a record every week, no matter what they do. Like, oh, they've cut, they didn't cover that blade. Of, that blade of grass hasn't been covered since 1982. Mo Salah's <laughs> done it. Um, records are there to be broken. Um, so the fact that in this, uh, but I'm sure they start making records up this season about Salah. But you know, every week you watch him get nipple, he's broken this record now. So I'm just like, they make up whatever fits it. Oh, it's the only Egyptian, yeah, about the four that have played, played in the Premier League. <laughs> the, the, him and me, Doug. <laughs> like, it's just they break, they just do it to like make him sound better than he is. He's good, but like, yeah. 
But anyway, moving on. <laughs> moving Who's on. top of the Fantasy Premier League? Uh, well, we're, we're coming on to the Fantasy Premier League in a minute, but uh, you mentioned, uh, you gave us the live update a minute ago. Um, we are recording while Swindon Town are in action in the uh, in the Wiltshire Shield, uh, currently 4-0 down um, with, what, 85, 86 minutes on the clock. Yeah. So I can't see us turning that round uh, personally. Um, and he's so Price didn't score. Um would you be slightly concerned, Ben, if I mentioned that our, our new signing, um, the, the goalkeeper we recently signed, is in goal tonight, conceding four? No, not really. He's the third choice keeper. He's, um, he, he, I haven't seen the goals, to be honest. If, 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 he's, if he's dropping crosses and letting them through his legs, I possibly would be. But um, I think he's only on a short-term contract anyway, so if he's crap, he'll be let go in the summer. And we've got two keepers. I don't think Jojo's going to be sold between now and... Well, actually, Woody, I wanted to bring you in here because for, um, for all the absolute banter that this year's AFCON has, has given us with referees finishing games five minutes early and and um, team countries getting into fights after the full-time whistle for no obvious reason, among other things. Goals. I've missed today's results. Is Jojo on his way home? I think so. Yeah, they yeah. yeah. down last time I heard. They lost, they lost to some random... They lost to an island that's about the size of, like, Jersey. Small, smaller than Madagascar, isn't it? <laughs> oh, way small, way smaller. <laughs> Way, way. So that, that's two defeats and a draw, isn't it, for them? So I think that's them coming home. So I think Jojo. If only, bad. if only, if only they'd had three. If only they had two more win, two more draws. Been a win. Three though. draws equals a win. Then yeah. they've gone through. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, let's. Uh, it is a it is a fairly um, short episode this week, as it is anyway. Um, but Woody was happy to skip over our weekly update of the Fancy Premier League. But Kieran, I believe you've come on specifically to talk about it. Well, I hadn't come on. I, actually, I had actually come to, but despite uh, rumours, I'd come on to talk about Swindon. But, you know, <laughs> let, me, let me just load it up. We'll just see how it's going on. Oh, Ned, Ned's at the bottom. Um, strongest man in the, the league. Um, the, Sending my best to Ned as well. Haven't yeah, so look, to him in the week. all good. Um, Gary's second from bottom. Uh, Fifey's having a very good week. Had a very good week on it, to be fair. Good fifty-seven points, but it's only uh, put played more wild card. He's not. He's three three more points, and he'll hit a thousand, so he can join that illustrious club. Just above him is uh, Warren um, on one thousand nineteen points, having a mixed game week. Having a uh, having the best having the best week. game week out of everyone is uh, old Benjamin Nichols with, with three draws for a win, with sixty-four time. points. Meaning he's hit 1,060 points. Not chicken 69 points. Chicken 69. <laughs> Nine more points to be fine. Um, third, <laughs> third is um, the one that's abandoned the ship and Rich. Um, he's, he's got a strong 15 points this week. The only, <laughs> the only person having a worse week than him, <laughs> and I don't know, is uh, Adam Wood in second with 13 points this week. Uh, but still Woody. top still top and raining over us and that gap's just look I'm sorry I think it's getting bigger um is is me obviously honestly Kieran well, let's look at the moment if you look at the table I'm catching Woody and I'm catching Rich up you're the, you're the you're in you're in contention yeah this, you're in contention for the second spot definitely. I'm getting Champions League you know mate I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah but let, let's be honest I Woody's mean, given up 
Woody can Woody can maybe if he wants to try and explain like Woody, what happened if he wants. Oh, okay, but sure. Even I scored more points than him and Rich combined <laughs> this week. To be fair, uh, when you consider only only uh, one, two, three, four players have actually scored in points, <laughs> but there's more to come <laughs> off his bench yet. To be fair, oh yeah, I didn't even notice but, um, that. I didn't even no. notice. I got I got ten. You've actually got more points on your bench than your twelve team. points. I got, I got 12 points on the bench and 15 points in the team. So, oh, I should have done bench boost today. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I've probably done bench boost. I think I did it earlier in the season. But, um, but it, yours yours will come into the squad for the, your one, two, three, four players that have been about that aren't there anyway. Five players. Your four players that have been abandoned. <laughs> yeah, well, to be fair. You forgot to change actually, it, didn't you? I'm actually relishing oh, I haven't changed it for a couple of weeks now, as you can tell, with all the red marks next to Salah. Um, yeah. Um, but to be fair, I think I haven't recorded more than about 23 points for the past four weeks, and I'm still sat in second. So <laughs> that shows and Rich, you Rich how Tottenham to Hotspur I was. Oh. That shows you how Tottenham Hotspur I was, that I was chasing the top two and I would probably finish third. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> Very spursy. <laughs> finish third in the two-horse race. Um, you mentioned earlier, Woody, your game got postponed at the weekend, hence your ability to go to the uh, the Vale fixture. But how about the rest of the uh, the STFC ladies teams? Was there uh, was there any action this weekend? Yeah, so yeah. the first team are through to the Wiltshire um, final. Um, they beat Durrington, I think it's pronounced Durrington, 9-0. Um, Solid. I mean, to be fair, you know, they're... they're uh, the first team are a couple of leagues above Durrington. I mean, we had a, we did mix the squads around a little bit this weekend. I went out personally went out to watch our development side um, because obviously one of my under 16s plays for them. Um, they they won four 0 against Chipping Sobbury, um, which was uh, yeah. So a good good weekend. Thirteen goals for for the women and none conceded. So no real complaints. Um, they've got. Um, Christian's love, lovely Cheltenham on Thursday night, um, which is going to be quite decent and a game under the lights, um, which will be a very difficult game. And then, yeah, and then my team are playing on Saturday against Froome. And then the development are away to AEK Boko on Sunday. So, where's um, that? Yeah, it's Bristol way. It's quite, oh. a, it's quite an established club in Bristol. Mm. Um, I think uh, their men's club are the same level as, um, I believe they're kind of the same level as around like the Bassets and things like that around here. But um, it sounds yeah, like they should be South American. Yeah, exactly. I don't know where they got the name from. I know, I know I've taken teams there to play before, so I'd be quite interested to know where they got their name from. But because mm. um, they got AEK, which you would associate with Greece, and mm. then you got Boco, which you would associate with South America, like you say. So it'd be. It'd be quite interesting, but um, well, on yeah, the off but... chance that anyone representing AK Boko is happening to watch this, um, please let us know where you got your let name from. Yeah, we'll put it out on a tweet, we'll put it out on a tweet, but genuinely, I'll do it now, uh... I'll do it right now while we're they've probably got they have actually probably got a, a Twitter handle, so no, they have, they have because I had to tag them in it, so it's um, yeah, but definitely, and uh, on as a little plug on that, on Thursday night, get up to Fairford. I'd have to say up because it's up for us. Um, get up to Fairford and Swindon Cheltenham should be a really good, really good game, to be honest. So um yeah, if anybody's if anybody's not doing anything, um Cheltenham are, are having a storming season. Um and Swindon seem to be slowly picking it back up again. So um 
yeah, I'd really encourage people to get down there if they can. Did you see Forest Green Rovers got abandoned after four minutes? Yeah, fog. I've seen that. Yeah, no, why? Why would they even kick the game off? No. Because I, yeah. I had a bit. I, I, a friend's there because he supports. He supports them because he's mentally deranged. Um, <laughs> and he was he was behind their goal. You couldn't see the other goal from the other end. So how they ever let that game kick off? I'll never know. But um, we've full time at Westbury United. We have lost four 0 to arguably what I've heard is one of the best teams in Wiltshire, um, and I think they're like up there with Man City. They had Ruben Diaz playing <laughs> for them. I think I think we may have just there turned up for that one. <laughs> so at we didn't get five hundred pounds. Are better than Man City because at least you know they kept a clean sheet against us. We could score against Man City, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we're and we're better than Chelsea in theory. Westbury yeah. should actually be the next team of Europe. Should be champions of the world, Westbury. Uh, well, let's uh, let's give Westbury our, our congratulations for for winning tonight. As much as uh, we'll be devastated not to be in the final of the Wiltshire Shield. Um, I'm just uh, I've just hit send on that tweet. I, I I found the handle for the men's team, not the women's team. So I've asked them where they got their name from, nonetheless. Yeah, I think they're under the. They're going to be though. like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but we have a we have a small matter of a of a derby game this weekend to to preview before. Is it a derby game though? <laughs> well, it depends who you ask. Be. For so, the interest of so small team that come in and annoy us. For the in the interest of building up the atmosphere a little bit, we'll say yes. Um, prior like to discussing it, though, uh, we do have a question in the mailbag um, to which we still need to answer. Um, and again, it's from Ocus Road on Twitter, and he's asked me to pass on as we sit here now. Given we um, we did our preseason predictions, and I know when I was off uh, to around Christmas time, you guys recorded an episode where you spoke about those predictions. Sitting here now, where do you think Town will finish in the league? He mm-hmm. he believes, uh, and his words are, "I'm thinking we will catch the Green Mob and win League Two again." Um, ben, I will ask you first. Right now, where do you think we will finish in the league? Oh, it's a hard one right now because we're it's still January's not over yet. So you've just got to look into the crystal ball and think about the five signings that we're going to make between now and January. Um, so I'm going to stick my neck out. I'm going to say fourth. fourth. I think we'll be in the playoffs. Woody? I'm on mute. Um, I'm, I'm a bit more... I don't think we'll catch them. Um, although I did, you know, I did think that they would slip at some point. Um, I'm, I, I'm going to be a little bit more optimistic and think we could seal third now, um, mm. or not seal third, but you know, we could, we could grab third, but it will be a hard slog. Christian, fuck you, Christian. That's because that's because I can see his picture in the background, Kieran. It's because his picture's there. All I saw was his face. It's 80s backdrop. <laughs> it does look like some weird 80s singer. Um, you've put yourself, you, you appear to put yourself on mute somehow without actually putting yourself on mute because we can't hear a thing you're saying. Now? Now we can, yep. Oh, you missed, I made, I wondered why you didn't laugh about something I said. I was like, fucking, I don't know what it was. I, I asked, one, I asked, Ocus Road, are you fucking pissed or what are you on? Because I want some of that. Um, 
Also, that insult is worse than you call it. I'd rather have been called John Sheridan than that. Um, but I think we will finish uh, fourth or fifth. I can't. I just the way we're a bit we're too inconsistent. I think to finish in the, in the automatic spots. I'd love to be proved wrong, but I think fourth or fifth, which isn't a bad season for us. It may considering the squad be underperforming, but I don't. As long as we go up, really, I don't really care how we do it. I'd rather avoid the playoffs because we're shit at them. Mm. Um, no matter who's there and whatnot, but I think we we need to go up and I'd ideally finish third. I don't really care for winning League Two. Let's just get out of it. We were good at we were good at playoffs when uh, people like Craig and, and Christian were your age, but, uh, oh, but not since. God. Just just throw that in there because we are uh, because yeah, we, yeah, we get we, the abuse so by we, the uh... we, we won at the old Wembley three times and then everyone went, Oh look, we've never lost at Wembley, went there the new one, didn't haven't fucking scored it yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like, everyone I was like, Well, I think the old Wembley legacy sort of we can't keep riding on that. We're gonna sound like the Scousers at some point. But, um <laughs> I found I found Ben's job on the podcast. He can now be the diary or like the calendar to let us know when the months are over, going to January <laughs> <laughs> Um, if I'm to to answer the question it's very difficult I mean if we look at the table as it is at the minute we are we're five points from second but we're also five points from ninth Um, Mm. it's still very tight I think you're right it's it's very much dependent on what happens transfer wise this month Um, but ever the optimist I'm going to say we will finish top two Top two. I, I I will keep the belief and, and say we'll finish Ooh. top two. Those glasses rose tinted you got on there. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Always. Wait, sorry, I'll say it like this. Those glasses rose tinted that you got on there. <laughs> is that your? Is also, that your I'd, like to, accent, I'd like to apologise. I'd like. I don't. I don't. I condemn those Cheltenham fans that got done today. Very rude of them. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was a uh, that was special, um, <laughs> just like me. <laughs> so let's let's uh, let's move on then. So uh, we got the lunchtime game at the weekend. Um, whether you want to class it as a derby or not, we what time I, do you classify as lunchtime? Yes. <laughs> hey? What time do you classify as lunchtime? Well, it's a one p.m. lunchtime. Is it lunchtime? I'd say I'd say that's more like mid afternoon snack time. 1 p.m. is mid-afternoon. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Jesus. I mean, I'm not being funny. The, the time we're recording now, I'd love to know what you call this, because we've got people waiting in the background, waiting to go to bed, and you're on about 1 o'clock being mid-afternoon. Early, early. <laughs> um, listen, we got Rovers. We, we They've come up again mm. in various episodes, um, almost as a bit of a joke at times. Um, but but looking at the game, Ben, they're 16th in the table. Uh, are you concerned or, or are you fairly confident? Um, I think it's going to be quite probably a scrappy game. It's, it's a Jerry Barton team. Um, I think they should be doing better than they are, but I don't rate Barton that much as a manager. But I think he'll probably bring us down to his level. And I think he'll just try and keep the shit out of our players most of the game. And, um, yeah, I think it's going to be a bit of a scrappy affair. But I'm hopeful we win. I'm actually quite confident we're all right because I think Barton also come try and beat us. And they're not as good as us. So I think we'll beat them for that reason. 
And, uh, um, I'm going to throw the atmosphere because they'll pack out the away end, and so we'll be up. Fans, window fans, will be up for it. There's going to be about twelve thousand there. Rovers are going to bring about two thousand, so it's going to be brilliant. So it's good. Would he? Um. Yeah, I think I'm confident we'll win. Um. Yeah, it might be a scrappy game, but I just feel that. Can we be the team that gets Joey Parton sacked? Um, but the um, did, we, did you not say this when we played them earlier in the season, though? Probably, and they probably should have been sacked then. Um, but yeah, I'd yeah, I'm gonna go with a. I think we will concede. It's gonna be a two-one win, and I think it's gonna be a bit of a scrappy game. But I don't care as long as we win. Yeah, Kieran. Yeah, gone quiet again. Hey, hello, no, oh fuck, is it back? There we go. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you, you go all quiet, then all we can hear is fuck, 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 is it back? <laughs> um, so, I don't know, I've, it always worries me, these uh, type of games, because they're similar to Cup Games, form book sort of goes a bit out the window. Um, and Oh my God, should we change your name to Cliché? Cliché, oh, fuck off. Well, I remember, I remember in fucking 2010, everyone was like, Oh, we're gonna go beat Rose. Be fucking piece of piss. They come beat us four 0 and I think it's one of the worst town performances I've had seen, and one of the worst displays I've ever seen by a town team. And like we were in the playoffs that year, we were look, look like we're going automatic at that point. That was one of the games that fucked us that season. So let's let's do that again. Um, but no, I think um, I think it's gonna be a difficult game. As I say, I think it's gonna be a lot more scrappy. They're gonna be a shit house team, which we don't do very well against, especially at home this year sort of like your Carlisles and stuff that have come here and taken points by kicking the shit out of us, time wasting. If they get an early goal, get a, they take the lead sort of late into the second half on the hour mark, I think we'll struggle. Um, I fucking hate Joey Barton. He's an absolute cunt. Um, he's a horrible bloke and he shouldn't be anywhere near a football team. So they, they deserve all they get. Um, but I think it'll be a 2-2 draw, um, if I'm honest. We're just gonna go with that. Um, I think I can see it being a draw, but Garner's gonna be it's gonna be one of the games where Garner's gonna be properly up for it again, like he was away from home because he obviously hates Rovers and fucking hates yeah, Barton yeah. as well. Yeah, um, yeah, which is it's just good, which is why we love Ben Garner. Um, the problem is Barton's gonna be up for it after us beating him already this season, and it, their fans already don't like him. But whether hopefully he's just doing a John Sheridan and really doesn't care anymore, and just throws out like the youth team or so, and that'd be hilarious. <laughs> Um, okay, as you as you've raised the point here, um, Kieran, I'm going to ask you guys uh, as one final question, and and it's going to then form the title of tonight's episode, and I'll be throwing it out on our socials as well to ask as many people their opinion as possible. So, Ben, uh, you're first. Is this a derby? Yeah, it is. Bristol City is a derby. Um, they've come down in numbers. It's going to have a derby type of atmosphere to it. It's not a derby as in sense of it's very loose derby. It's not like it's not like Reading. It's not like Bristol City. It's not like Oxford. It's not like one of them. It's a friendly derby. I remember when it absolutely pissed down one night and they were all in the laundrette having a bit of a sing-song, getting all their clothes dry, and it was all a bit of fun, really. So I don't think there's going to be much trouble at all or anything like that. So, But it it is a derby. It, it will have that atmosphere to it. Woody, is this a derby? Yes. Um, but 
only for those of you on the audio only version there was a lot of eye rolling going on before he answered that question (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's difficult because i mean you look at the definition of derby it's about playing in the same city or town and i do wonder if you've got the likes of oxford bristol they're only seen as derbies because well we haven't got anybody else in our town that we can really go up against westbury Westbury United. They're not in our town. <laughs> Notorious, so notoriously in Swindon, Westbury. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, they're Wiltshire, aren't they? They're Wiltshire. They're in the right, same... You can't even get a train to Westbury sometimes at night. Um, county. But, um, they're a county. Um, but yeah, so if we're associating Derby with the modern kind of rivalry, um, then yes, yes it is. But as a traditional Derby, no. They can fuck okay. off. Just... <laughs> Just that Aaron. big cafe cup day out. No, they're a Bristol, not a Derby. Oh, oh. God. <laughs> I just didn't realise my dad was on the pod now. <laughs> <laughs> Your dad's Sorry, I thought about well, in Christian spirit. Um, I think it's it's a rivalry. It's a it's a, yeah, it's a it's a strong hatred for them. Not well, not a strong hatred, strong dislike, sorry. I think they're more of an annoying team. I don't think either of the Bristol clubs are what are classed as our derby. Our derby is now Oxford these days. That's where the pure hate is. No love's lost. Like, Oxford fans don't wander around Swindon fucking washing their knickers in um, laundrettes. No. So, and I think Bristol City think they're a little bit more as well. Um, so, I, I think it's just a strong dislike. But yeah, there's no other word for it. They have to call them a, have to call it a derby. But it's that, it's that differentiating think, between a rivalry and a derby, isn't it? Yeah, I think Rovers is very much more a rivalry. They're predominantly really like a lower league, non-leaguey sort of type club. We've got a non-league <laughs> feel to them. It's like them having their big day out each time they come and having their <laughs> cup finals. The Mem is a, the, the Mem is a rugby ground. Any team that plays at a rugby ground or a non-league team. <laughs> Bristol, 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 Bristol City now play at a rugby ground, and to be fair, they play rugby team, and they're a non-league team. I dislike them, but um, I think that might be taking the piss a little bit. Well, Bristol City have only been knocking about since 1982, you know. So you know, I love how love how we're playing Rovers. Fucking got back on the city, we're now fucking more on City. So I think that answers your question. We don't really care well, that much about Bristol Rovers. Well, Bristol Rovers are like the little brothers of well, of the. They're, I'm surprised Bristol Rovers like. main Bristol Rovers main derby is Bristol Manor Farm, yeah. or Mangotsfield. Mangotsfield. <laughs> and on that absolutely joyous note, I'm going to bring this week's episode to a close. Gentlemen, thank you as always for your time. As we've been saying, if you want to join the team and come on for one episode or the, come on weekly, uh, message us on Facebook, on Twitter, anywhere you can get a hold of us. We will be happy to get you involved. Um, if you if you went to the Westbury game, um, sorry. Um, and if you're going to Rovers... Have a wonderful time. Um, I'm sure whether you class it as a derby or not, the atmosphere should be good and we're all hoping for a positive result. Until next time from Falls Rush In, it's goodbye. Bye for me as well.